there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one righteous page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Tanit 11, what a way to start the day. Get a load of this. The Baraita continues, rather, a person should be distressed together with the community. As we found with Moses, our teacher, that he was distressed together with the community, as it stated during the war with Amalek. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat upon it. Exodus 17, 12. But didn't Moses have one pillow or one cushion to sit upon? Why was he forced to sit on a rock? Rather, Moses said as follows, Since the Jewish people are immersed in suffering, I too will be with them in suffering as much as I am able, although I am not participating in the fighting. The Baraita adds, And anyone who is distressed together with the community will merit seeing the consolation of the community. What a beautiful idea that even when you could afford to turn away, to sit comfortably on your on your pillow or chair, to not partake in the suffering of your fellow Jews, it is your moral obligation to be there right with them as they suffer. It is your moral obligation to partake in the fighting and suffering of the community which I think is a pretty great definition of what makes for a tzaddik, a righteous person, which is why it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show my dear friend and a host of one of the podcasts that I could not be more excited about to listen to viewing next week. Hello, Justin Hayat. Hey, Leah. You come to us from the uh, most promised land. How's, how's the weather in Israel today? <laughs> It's good. We had some rain over the weekend, but we got past it barely. Oh, yeah. The, the, those notorious Israeli typhoon storms. So, Justin, a while back, you were going, like so many of us in the time of COVID, through a kind of crossroads in your life. And you embarked on a journey that has a lot to do with tzaddikim, with righteous people, people who chose to participate in the suffering of the community and try to heal the community. Tell us a little bit about this amazing podcast called 36 that debuts next week. Amazing. Yeah. So right after the end of uh, Israel's war with Gaza, in the end of May, I was able somehow to get a permit to enter the country. And I went throughout Israel for over a month interviewing really amazing people who live amazing lives and with very unique stories ranging from very famous people, very not famous people, just to kind of reconnect with what really was lost for many of us or most of us throughout the pandemic, which is essentially amazing Jewish conversations where you forget your phone and the world around you, and you actually just engage one-on-one in person. And I did so with some really exceptional people that really kind of relit the flame that kind of I lost during the pandemic and that many of us, I think, lost. I want to hear more about them in a sec, but before that, I want to ask you about the premise. The name of the show is 36. What's the idea behind that? I know it's a very deep, mystical idea. It's basically about this old Jewish tale that there are 36 anonymous Jewish souls in the world who we don't know who they are, and they don't really even know who they are themselves, but the 36 amazing souls who step forward when the world needs them the most, and then when the world doesn't need them, kind of go back into uh, infamy. So the Lamed Vav Tzadikim, in other words, the, the 36 righteous people for whose community-minded righteousness the world continues to stand. Exactly. And so these are people that most of them, when they were asked to be interviewed, they kind of like were really, really difficult about it because they don't want to speak into microphones. They don't want the attention. 
But what really energized a lot of these folks to speak into the mic was not about themselves, but about the issues that they work on, whether it's, you know, two lone soldiers fighting the Israeli government to give a pension fund to lone soldiers, whether it's Russian Jewish immigrant slash poet who uses her poetry to really tell her family's story and struggle, whether it's a man who founded the Israel Dog Unit that goes out and finds missing people and who, who will leave his family Shabbat table so that he can go find, along with his dogs and his crew, people that he's never met in his entire life. And it really spoke to a kind of a need that I had throughout the pandemic was that I was missing, like, goodness. I was missing these, like, magical stories that I used to stumble upon, whether through Broadway shows or events or just kind of, like, meeting great people in New York or, or Israel, wherever. So I created this show with the guys at Soul Shop. We're using the show to kind of help tell a beautiful story during a kind of broken time for so many people. It sounds to me that all these people you interviewed are very much living embodiments of Moses's edict. I too will be in them with suffering as much as I am able. Being with them, being near them, interviewing them, did you did you walk away feeling energized, hopeful? Did, did it affect you emotionally? Yeah, I mean, I walked away kind of as if like... <laughs> the wait of like 18 months to get back to Israel was worth it. And these were conversations that I refused to have over Zoom because I was interviewing multidimensional characters that couldn't just live in a two-dimensional world. And half of their persona is kind of like, where were they coming before my meeting with them? Where were they going after? Because I knew I was kind of disrupting their jive and their rhythm of like their goodness and, and the world and work that they're living in. So it was such a pleasure to disrupt their day. And hopefully what we can do from this podcast is really bring a lot of light and goodness into the, the, the ears and hearts of the listeners. Because when we talk about suffering, I mean, a lot of these people, whether it's Natan Sharansky or whether it's the Israeli resident, doctor resident, who was an activist against the 26-hour workday for resident doctors in Israel, no matter who it is, in their journey, there was a lot of suffering. But when we sat together, we kind of, I felt at least that the suffering kind of took the back seat and that like the, the larger story and the larger goodness kind of took the front seat. And I think I'm naturally a pessimist. But what I learned from all these people was that the world is what you look for in it. And when you look for goodness, you'll see it. So this was kind of my journey to try to see goodness in a really dark time. Justin Hayat, the podcast is 36, debuting next week from Soul Shop, our friends, and available wherever fine podcasts are sold. You could look for a link in the show notes here. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you so much, Leo. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic. 
and we'll see you again soon.